Hi again, guys. Welcome to the It's Not Rocket Science 5 Questions Over Coffee. I've got my coffee with me at the moment. Here it is. And I'm here with Jill Maidman, who I hope also has a couple morning. That's wonderful. Good to see you, Jill. Uh, Jill's a founder of Natural Talent Bristol and is a really highly sought after uh, international executive business coach. Um, she's been delivering career transition and outplacement support and resilient coaches for a number of years. I won't say how too many, uh, how many, Jill, just let's say it's good experience. Um, she's worked in partnership with leadership leadership teams and uh, with global brands and large public sector organisations. And, and today we're going to be having a, a, a large, wide-ranging discussion around some of those issues that are affecting behavioural change and uh, executive management with tools that help them to cope with the key issues in today's world so Jill welcome to it's not rocket session uh, not rocket science five questions over coffee if I can get my words in it's Monday morning after all so good morning Stuart thank you morning. yes and I was going to say it's Monday morning <laughs> Monday morning and I've only just started drinking my coffee so look before before we leap into this what's the sort of the biggest challenge your your clients uh, face in today's world good question thanks Stuart and hi everybody um, I would say it's how to lead and manage change and that was even pre-covid so um, I mean, one of the most downloaded blogs um, that I've written over the last 18 years is about how to lead and manage change. And of course, change is constant. But of course, um, what happened last year was we saw a major, a major digital transformation um, happen overnight um, due mm. to COVID, um, whereas normally digital transformation projects would be planned for years quite often and, and implemented over a matter of years. Um, it was almost instant, so um, a lot of um, companies obviously struggled to get remote workers up and um, running successfully. So I would say the key issue definitely, um, how to lead, how to manage change, uncertainty, pressure, cope with all the setbacks, the the real unprecedented times. I know that's an overused expression at the moment, but it really is. And how to kind of motivate your teams, manage them, lead them, inspire them when people are working out of their their kitchens quite often, their spare rooms, etc. They were juggling homeschooling up until recently. So that I say is the the major issue of the And I think you're you're absolutely right. Those digital transformations have been accelerated to the point of breakneck speed, haven't you? I know one of my clients went from uh, in March last year, having no website presence at all to having an e-commerce website, which basically kept his business going when it yeah. came to the lockdown just before Christmas. Mm. He would not have a business today if in the space mm. of three or four months he hadn't got a website launched and learned mm. everything there was to learn about not only websites, but how to position your product online, mm. how to go about, you know, making sure that he had that in front of the public. And that, you know, was a tremendous learning curve. But I suspect mm -hmm. what he didn't actually want to have to put himself through uh, in March of 2020. So there have been a lot of those going on, haven't there? Absolutely. Um, completely, Stuart. And also people have just had to adapt. I mean, yes. like Darwin says it's the survival of the species or about those that, are, that adapt that are strongest. That, um, sorry, those that, are, that can adapt as opposed to the strongest that survive. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Had to put ourselves out of our comfort zone. I'm fortunate I've been working from home off and on for many, many years. So it was just almost business as usual for me because I've worked with global clients for many years. So 
absorbing and um, adapting to it was, was fairly straightforward for me. But I know for a lot of people, it's been a real, real challenge yeah, for those working at home. But obviously, leaders and managers trying to, as I say, manage them, lead them remotely as well. Big, big challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so talking about that, what are those sort of common mistakes that people make when they're trying to solve that problems without without help and, and and doing it as quickly as you've just outlined. Yeah, good point, Stuart. So, um, as as I said, quite often when you come to a change uh, program, the organisations will spend literally millions, as you know, Stuart, um, on change management programs, um, investing in program managers, project managers, teams. What they might not do is actually win over the hearts and minds of their their staff. So um, they might not communicate the basics. It's not a criticism, it's an observation because quite often the, the focus is on, okay, well, we need to make um, make changes, close an office, merge, um, you know, got to acquire a business, whatever. And sometimes it is that lack of communication. How is it actually going to affect the staff? That's, that's one of the key issues. Um, and obviously it's, Staff health and well-being is really, really key. And even before COVID, we saw there was um, a mental health crisis in the UK in particular. Mm-hmm. So that's been exacerbated by um, COVID. All, all the kind of issues have intensified. People have gone through some real, real awful sort of um, situations, etc. So, um, yeah, often companies will try to do too much too soon. They won't bring um, team members with them. So... You know, it's always crucial, really, to explain right up front the reason why there's going to be these changes and whether that's redundancies, unfortunately, or site closures, um, et cetera, or merger and acquisition. Um, and try and bring people with, with you, basically, um, and obviously offer some kind of um, outplacement support if redundancies are being made or stress management training, resilience coaching to support them so that, they then are on board. Obviously, it's still, you know, fairly major negative impact on a lot of people. But otherwise, you get that unfortunate drop in productivity, engagement, um, obviously profit. You can lose customer um, customers. Customer satisfaction suffers, um, and also profit, as I said, um, can suffer as well as and brand. Yeah. 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 No. It is. It is. It is something that yeah, I think so often people don't think properly through, isn't it? And and mm-hmm. it is. It is an impact that that has wide ranging implications mm-hmm. on on just about everything that that, mm-hmm. that somebody's doing. You know, any part of the business. Mm-hmm. And people very often look at it and go, "Well, this will be nice and simple. It's just a. It's just a simple." Mm-hmm. And it never is just a simple whatever, is it? It's always much more complicated with much more many more moving parts and people wondering mm. why they got themselves to the stage where, you know, this no longer quite works. Mm. Um, mm. I, I do remember the sort of thing that my father had in his office for a long while, a, a poster picture, which was, you know, when you're up to your backside in alligators, you forget that you started out just wanting to drain the swamp a bit. And that's kind of the, the, the message, isn't it? You start mm. out with what you think is just a very simple job mm. and then you find yourself fighting off something else, wondering how did that come about? And it's that unexpected, un, unthoughtful consequence of what, mm. you, what you started out doing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's what we all face every day. 
So, so what's the sort of valuable free resource that you can direct uh, our audience to at the moment that's going to further help them with that sort of problem? Uh, well, I actually got up by accident when I was doing some research for a blog, and I was. I, was, I love I love those lovely accidental ha ha happenings. Do you? I think those happenings are brilliant. It's the accidents of this world that produce the most value. Well, I, I was googling um, research for research um, for how to lead and manage um, through change and uncertainty and pressure, and I suddenly realised I was actually reading my own blog, and that's when I realised that it was being downloaded um, literally every day by large organisations, <laughs> which was um, insightful. Um, so, on the back of that, I've been commissioned to um, record some audio books, um, some short audio books, some audio talks. So. What I would say is if you follow me on LinkedIn, um, Gillette Natural Talent, or you look at the website, which is scrolling very impressively, I can see at the bottom of the screen at www.natural-talent.com. Um, follow me on Twitter as well, which is at Natural Talent One, um, and look out for the link to the audio talk coming up. Um, I've also been, interestingly, it's been it's been taking me a few years. I started um, um, a book on resilience quite a while back, but I've been commissioned to write an e-book on um, how to develop your resilient skills and how to kind of cope with change and challenges. So all even more relevant, as I say, it was relevant before COVID, but now um, really relevant. So, yeah, those are there's lots of free resources. There's lots more blogs as well um, to download. As I say, they're being downloaded. There's about 15 of them that are downloaded every day across the world by some really fascinating uh, organisations. So, lot, yeah, lot well, of Jill, that's brilliant. And, you know, I encourage anybody to sort of follow what Jill is doing at natural-talent.com because there's some great stuff on there, really interesting to read. I've obviously done some reading and it's a, it's a really fascinating journey that you're going on. So so what's the, 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 the other than those concepts and, and, mm -hmm. and programs that you've just talked about, is there a, is there a book or a talk or um, a concept that you really think has been most impact, impactful in your experience? Yeah, another good question, Stuart. Thank you. Um, I would say the Kubler-Ross change curve. So yeah. I've many, many years. I think you're probably all familiar with it. If not, Google it. It's really um, very, very useful. And I, I've always used it in change management programs, but also executive coaching, resilience coaching, outplacement coaching, because it basically explains how we tend to react to change. So change quite often can be sudden, sudden, you know, COVID, for example, a lockdown. And once I started talking through with clients, that you do realise what you're doing and what you're going through and show them that visual representation of the curve and where they were and ask them, where are you, where's the organisation as well. Um, they were like, aha, quite a few aha breakthrough light bulb moments. And I said, okay, I can see I'm angry. I'm blaming everybody. Um, I'm resisting it. I'm not happy whatsoever. And they realised that obviously the more you can look at options, which a lot of people didn't have options, like you say, your your client you mentioned that didn't have a website, he's suddenly out of his comfort zone and had to embrace change pretty quickly. But the longer, um, quicker, not the longer, the quicker you can actually accept and embrace change. Um, make some decisions, problem solves, say look at all the options. You can then move on, start to move on, accept, reach that acceptance stage where you think, okay, I can't do anything else about this. You know, it's outside my control. So control what you can control and then move on. And, and most people, especially people who have been made redundant, unfortunately, will actually end up in a better place than they were at the beginning and think, do you know what? 
this has been life changing, very painful, but that's the most rewarding thing for um, yes. outplacement and resilience coaching. And isn't it a shame that we don't know the end when we begin these journeys, isn't it? Because that would make it so much easier to get through. But you're right. You go through a change and you're just thinking of all the bad, the, the, the dreadful things that are going to happen. And so exactly. often it is so much more positive at the end as you realise you've taken control of a situation that you were not in control of or you were forced out of your comfort zone and you needed to be forced out of your comfort zone because the comfort zone, you know, once again, another one of those great stories, you know, the, the, the frog that's sitting in, in, a, in a bath of warm water that's getting hotter and you don't realise it's getting warmer. You know, you have to get out of the water, but you just feel comfortable. So why would you bother? Uh, so, much, so much needs to be pushed upon us. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, even though it's been horrific, obviously, and as I say, you know, I've come across some awful stories, but I do try and reassure people. I talk through the, the, um, the change curve, as I say, but also, you know, as you know, it's like a grief curve as well. If people's yes sadly with bereavement um talking through the the stages as well and it's been really really helpful so that that's my one thing that i tend to um talk about a lot <laughs> so, um, yeah quite right quite right so so it, it, uh, an interesting and wide-ranging discussion but I'm, I'm 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 gonna have to ask you that one question that i probably should have asked you that i haven't jill is there one question you think i would have i should have asked you that really would have delivered great value to the audience <laughs> Another great question. Thank you, Stuart. Um, well, as you know, I'm working predominantly as an executive business coach and mentor. So I work a lot with global CEOs and their teams. So they always want something quick. Um, it's usually Jill, just tell me the two nuggets or the um, give me the golden nugget, as it were. Give me the um, the quick and easy tools, tips, tricks, techniques. Um, so possibly that could be a question. And um, I guess in terms of leading and managing change, as I've already mentioned, you know, explain the why you're doing something before the what and the how you're going to do it so people can understand, you can take them through on the journey. Um, be authentic, obviously compassionate, communicate more than you normally do, all those kind of um, bits of advice. Um, I'll probably give them more than two or three nuggets there, but... <laughs> more than happy to do so we could talk about it all day um so yeah and also keep planning ahead keep being strategic and identifying threats because who knows what's going to happen um you know i know obviously in the uk in particular we're opening up we just have to look across the channel and see what's happening to our unfortunate mm -hmm. in europe um with a kind of third wave there so you know hoping for the best but going for the worst unfortunately i think this is what what um organizations are doing at the moment and um, carrying on being agile, carrying on adapting. So, but otherwise, great questions, thank you, Stuart. Really good. No problem, Jill. I've thoroughly appreciated you spending some time with us today and talking us about some of those important concepts. Listen, uh, we do these we do these pretty much every week, but but Jill's uh, Jill's Jill's a very busy and experienced author and and uh, and speaker on these things. I really wanted to get her on today. Make sure you're following Jill on uh, www.natural-talent.com. Uh, Jill, as soon as those ebooks become available, um, we'll make sure if you can keep in touch with us, we'll get that out to the audience yeah. and let them know that those are available. Get even more downloads and uh, hit your website even harder with all of that sort of thing. So please let us know. Uh, look, if uh, all I can say at this stage is thank you very much for the time that you've spent with us, Jill. Um, if you want to stay in touch with with the uh, with what we're doing here on the It's Not Rocket Science podcast, um, 
subscribe at uh, https forward slash uh, colon forward slash forward slash i always forget all of those anyway it's tca.fyi forward slash subscribe then you'll get an email about what the upcoming videos are when you can join them and make sure that you're on uh, live to be able to see these and if necessary interact and ask questions so jill thank you very much indeed for spending a few minutes with us today I appreciate, how, no, I appreciate how busy you are with all of that going on. I look forward to reading those ebooks and everything else that you've been commissioned to do. Really looking forward to sort of telling people about those. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being with us. Thanks, I hope you've enjoyed your coffee break. Uh, I shall yeah. now get on with finishing my coffee and thank then Jill will get back on with writing all of those books that she's got to write. Jill, thank you very and much meetings. for being with us. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> very course. much, everybody. Yeah, lots of global meetings today, which is exciting. But enjoy the week, everybody. Have a good week. And thanks again, Stuart. Really appreciated it. No problem. Thank you, Jill. Thanks. Bye. 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 -bye.